0: OnePlus Plus Seven Pro, we got a review. New AMD Navi GPU leaks. Anchor Soundcore Liberty Lite ransomware still has Baltimore shut down. Servo socks and other shiny things from Maker Faire 2019. All coming up on Tech Thing. A big shout out to our patrons. Without your support by patreoncom Thing, we couldn't make the show for you each and every week. Join the crew that makes Tech Thing possible at Patreon.com/techthing.
1: I'm Shannon Morse. And I'm
0: Brad Norton.
1: And this is Tech Thing, where we have something useful in every single show.
0: Oh my goodness, if you're thinking about buying a new PC, laptop, GPU, case, CPU, motherboard, just wait a week. Wait a week. Please. Computex 2019, <laughs> the biggest computer show in the world, or at least the most important in a lot of ways, runs May 28th to June 1st. We're already seeing AMD Navi leaks ahead of AMD's keynote on May 27th. Uh, this is pretty serious, right? Uh, 499 dollars for a Navi, well, if it's legit. Yeah. If it's legit. (laughs) $499 for a Navi XT RX 3080, quote, slightly faster than an RTX 2070, which costs $100 more. Uh, The Navi Pro RX 3070, uh, it's going to be for $399, faster than a GeForce RTX 2060. WCCF tech notes that the article uh, that leaked all this was Hold, so they think it actually may have been legit Ooh. we'll know more next week like if the June 10th sales launch is legit and by June 11th or 12th we'll know whether or not AMD made enough to uh, fill demand
1: hopefully they did
0: that would be really nice <laughs> just 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 one time a GPU manufacturer made enough GPUs for launch
1: yeah that would be really nice
0: which is something new uh, <laughs> expect news from most of the major PC vendors oh and uh, The Oculus Quest, it's here.
1: Yes, yeah. So by the way, Oculus Quest are in stock for pickup, at least at our local Best Buy here in the Bay Area. Uh, We actually did this really awesome review, well, Patrick did, of the Quest and Rift S with Tested's Norman Chan way back on episode 228. So if you're really interested in these, you should definitely check out that interview. Uh, Norman goes into lots of detail.
0: Norm made it awesome, not me. Yes. And he talks about the Rift and the Quest and who should buy which one. He's awesome. I was kind of surprised that, because I saw the pre-orders, they're like, you can pick up day of, and I was kind of surprised that they're not sold out yet. Yeah, me too. They'll sell out right before I'm ready to buy one.
1: Hopefully that means that you know they just made a ton of them so they were ready to go, and it doesn't mean that like nobody's buying them.
0: It's that new GPU model we're looking for.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Say hello to the OnePlus 7 Pro. Ta-da! That's
0: a lovely screen.
1: Isn't it lovely? This it is, is OnePlus's newest flagship killer, and it's a huge upgrade from the last one that I reviewed, which was the OnePlus 6T. So the 7 Pro starts At $669 for six gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. And that is the minimum that you can get. Goes up from there $699 for eight gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. And this one that I have here is 12 gigs of RAM, (laughs) whopping whoa, and 256 gigs of storage.
0: So by the time you get, six to eight gigs is like the sweet spot. You yep. can keep five or six, six mega eight. applications open simultaneously without them being written back to the main yes. storage.
1: And here we have 12, 12 gigs of RAM, so we're basically getting into, <laughs> uh, like, small PC territory. <laughs> they come hmm. in almond, mirror gray, or nebula blue, as far as the colors are concerned. The one I have here is the nebula blue, which, which is a very... purple. It's almost purple, it's very, very pretty. Straight out of the box, the first thing that I noticed on this thing was the screen. It was pretty fascinating. I did not spoil the surprise for myself, so I didn't look at anybody else's reviews. And as I was curiously looking around for the front-facing camera, I was also in awe of the bezel-less screen. So it is a 6.67-inch AMOLED display. Where's the notch?
0: We'll get to that.
1: We will get to it. (laughs) Quad HD plus resolution, 516 PPI. That is higher than the 3A that I just reviewed and it also has this really nice 90 hertz refresh rate, which I thought I would never care about. OnePlus says that this will help keep scrolling and moving around on your phone seamless and really (laughs) smooth like you can see here. I can't help but think that they achieved this really fast refresh rate by using that 8 and 12 gigs of RAM. It is noticeably smooth compared to the 60 hertz of my Pixel, but that is not something that bothers me either way. I actually thought it was really nice.
0: I gotta ask, a lot of Quad HD phones we've seen have horrendous battery life. you give us a tease as to what battery
1: life was like? <laughs> uh, good, actually. Okay. Yeah, on par with my Pixel 3. Yeah. I know. It probably helps that the battery is a little bit bigger too. (laughs) I'll get to that. So night mode has also been improved. Brightness levels can get darker now. Uh, As I was testing this outside, like I legit could not see the phone at all. It's down to 0.27 nits of brightness, so that's really, really low. The fingerprint sensor that is built into the display is fast. It's accurate. I'm really digging that it is on the front. It's wonderful. However, I do think that I need to reprogram my thumb on this side because sometimes I do have issues with it. I think that's just my quick programming. Mm-hmm. I just think I need to reset it.
0: I just love not... I this
1: Yeah, sticking. insane. Yeah, having to pick up your phone every time you need to unlock it is kind of annoying. So I'm hoping that Pixel or Google changes that with their next iterate, iteration of their phones. So where is that camera if not on the screen? There is no notch. There's no cutout Woo! because it's actually motorized. So if I open this up and I go into the selfie mode camera front facing, it just pops out. It pops up. It is so weird. It's featuring an f 2.0 16 megapixel camera. Should work for 300,000 cycles. They quote <laughs> that that'll last you like five years if you open up your selfie cam 150 times per day.
0: Yeah, unless you're a spray and <laughs> photographer, you're not hitting 300,000 cycles anytime soon.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll take you a while. Oh my uh, so sorry, I have not hit that number yet, <laughs> so I can't tell you if the thing has died yet because it hasn't. Supposedly the camera will detract if it. Detects falling motion from the gyroscope in the accelerometer. I actually tested this. It actually works.
0: So I'm like, okay, how long is it before I break the camera? And Shannon just lets go of the phone. <laughs> and she's like, picks it up. Look, look, it retracts in a half a second. And my <laughs> eyeballs fine. are like this big. I mean, it was on <laughs> a carpet, but it was still. It it, it's still
1: like, so to give you an idea of how fast it is, it takes about half a second for it to close, according to some other reviewers that I've saw, seen on YouTube, and um, when you drop it from this high up, it takes about a second for it to drop. So it closes faster than when it hi- hits the ground, so you should be fine as long as you're not like breaking it on a marble countertop it's, or something like that. This is excellent. Yeah, so I found the front camera to be good when taking regular photos. It brought out a lot of detail in my hair, Mm -hmm. features around me, but bright sunny areas were kind of blown out. I've noticed that in previous iterations of these cameras as well. Portrait mode is not on par with my pixel camera. Like my cat's face when I was holding her right next to me was blurry when I was holding her in exactly the same pose that I was, but it did fine when I was the only subject.
0: Was it trying to bokeh your cat?
1: It bokeh my cat. Uh, The dual speakers are really clear and they have a really nice even sound quality. There's one at the very top and one at the very bottom, only on one side down here. They are fine-tuned with Dolby Atmos and I gotta say they're satisfying to listen to even on the loudest volumes. Mm -hmm. You do feel a little bit of vibration from your phone when they do get louder, uh, but it's not something that should cause any issues, like it sounds very, very good. Uh, The triple lens setup on the back is also really, really cool. Three.
0: It looks like a robot face.
1: Three. It does kind of look like a robot face. You can grab focal lengths of 17 to 78 millimeters. That's very, very far. So Optical. it has
0: like a short telephoto.
1: Yeah, it does. The main lens is a 48 megapixel f1.6 aperture lens and 1.6 micron pixel size. It's got EIS and OIS built in. So if you're taking videos on it, it should look nice and smooth, which is wonderful. OnePlus introduced their new ultra shot imaging algorithm, which <laughs> (laughs) includes HDR Plus as usual. I mean, all phones should really have HDR Plus now. At this point. They also included Super Resolution, which helps get clearer photos with more depth.
0: So is that why they have a 48 megapixel sensor?
1: Yeah, Which pretty
0: Which is sure. like, you know, <laughs> if a $5,000 professional camera has 24 megapixels, exactly like 48 <laughs> megapixels?
1: Yeah, and it's good though. Uh, the oh, telephoto cool. lens as well is on the back. That goes up to that 78 millimeters and it's got 3 times optical zoom and portrait mode built in as well. Wow. The ultra wide angle lens allows you to get 117 degrees of really pretty photos at 16, 16 megapixels with an f2.2 aperture. Nice. Uh, I had lots of fun messing with the 3 times optical zoom lens and with the wide angle lens. You cannot record video when you're using wide angle, but it does re- look really vibrant, very detailed with the photography. So there's your, the, your high end 48 megapixels going on right there. Uh, videos with the normal lens were vibrant as well, and sunny bright spots were not as blown out. So I gotta say that the back facing cameras do a lot better. My cat sat still long enough for me to try some portraits, not very many. Many, but some, which it did fairly well compared to the front camera. Now, things like pro mode, of course, time lapse, panorama, all of those are still built in, just like the previous OnePlus, just like as you would expect. The screen and the back both have a nice curve to them. Both of them are Gorilla Glass 5 all around. It's very nice and easy to hold. Sadly, this is uh, no headphone jack phone they got rid of my headphone jack. Hmm. That makes me kind of sad. No wireless charging either or water-resistant certification but OnePlus is telling folks that they will be fine if they like drop it in, uh, I don't know, a pitcher of water or if it's like out in the rain. So I guess they just didn't pay for the certification, the IPX, but they do say that it will be fine. Uh, It does have NFC and Bluetooth 5.0 as usual, and the OS on here is very snappy, it is Oxygen OS. As usual. Now it does come with a Qualcomm Snapdragon 855. The RAM surely helps keep it snappy. Oxygen OS is pretty much the only non vanilla Android version that I find attractive enough to use because, mm-hmm. well, they didn't really change much. They just included some really cool stuff. Doesn't include any bloatware. It's very similar to uh, Android versions that are straight from Google, aka vanilla but it includes improved customizations, Mm. new settings, new smart gestures. I'm
0: making faces because I'm thinking of how both of us have reacted to Samsung where we're just
1: like, oh, shovelware lives on. Shovelware. (laughs) Uh, There is no active edge for assistant, on here, however, Google Assistant can be used on this phone. Uh, You guys, I need to mention something that is very important to just me and like not anybody else out there. There's a screen recorder built into the operating system on Oxygen OS (laughs) on this phone. There is a screen recorder. Why is this not already a thing with Android? Why did it take so long for somebody to build this in? I've had to use third-party apps for the longest time to screen record on my phone. And now they just built it in for me and it looks wonderful and it's beautiful. <sighs> Thank you OnePlus. <laughs> just for the, it's going to make my life so much easier when I'm reviewing apps and phones. Like
0: of the user base for this phone is gonna keep buying this phone just for that feature. Yeah,
1: that's me. I am that 2%. (laughs) That's the only time I'm ever gonna say that too. (laughs) And uh, Zen Mode is another option that's built in another feature. This forces you to take a 20 minute break by disabling everything except for emergency calls and photo taking randomly. But okay. Zen. Hmm. It's supposed to force you to not use social media to kind of help you with like phone addiction, which what is definitely a thing. does
0: Instagram have? What meaning do photos have if I'm not immediately posting them to
1: Instagram? <laughs> uh, OnePlus also introduced Warp Charge 30 in mm-hmm. this phone, which keeps your phone cool if you are using the processing power heavily while it is charging. Mm-hmm. So that will be great for things like flights or if I'm playing a lot of Pokemon Go or I'm watching movies. So I really appreciate it that they included the fast charging in here. It is a 4,000 milliampere battery uh, with capacity and it includes a fast charging wall plug and cable in the box. There are no earbuds included in the box, so keep that in mind. Um, I I mean, I'm not really that surprised given that it's only (laughs) USB-C. I found that it lasts about 7.5 hours on my normal usage, which is great. And that is on par with my Pixel 3 currently. So I'm very happy with that. Yeah, it's very solid. Um, I think that it could do better if you go into your settings and you drop it down to 60 hertz, which Mm -hmm. you can do. Yay, customizations. Uh, But it's a very, very good phone. So OnePlus continues to impress me with their premium products. They've always been really good and they've always had really great prices too. So I think 12 gigs of RAM is probably overkill unless you are doing some serious gaming on this beast.
0: Or if you have five or six massive apps you wanna keep open all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Because almost everything's designed to work work well within four gigs. Yeah. And by eight, you should have all the space you need for like five or six apps full time forever.
1: So you could totally save some money, just get the six or eight gig models, but would I recommend it? Absolutely. So if you have any questions about the OnePlus 7 Pro, it is totally pro. If you're wondering where OnePlus 7 is, apparently they're going to release one internationally. So this is the US version. Um, then definitely comment below, ask me questions. I love this phone. I was really excited to test it out and I'm very happy that they sent one over to review.
0: Do you replace your Pixel with it?
1: It doesn't work on Google Fi. Very well, well so officially, officially it doesn't work on Google Fi, so I would have to switch carriers. So close, so close. So close. <laughs>
0: Maker Fair Bay Area, a.k.a. the original Maker Fair, or as I like to think of it, the mother of them all.
1: The mother Maker Fair.
0: Oh my goodness, with all due respect to Cheyenne's Frontier Days and the daddy of them all, I guess is what they call that. Uh, <laughs> it was a little smaller, a little less crowded this year, and the big rumor, thanks to an article uh, with Make, or that, that, that the leaders at Make did uh, with the Chronicle, our local paper, is that it might be the last Maker Fair at least at that location.
1: Really? That
0: was a lot of people were talking about that. Whoa. So you know they basically need some major sponsorship. The, the Most of the makers don't pay for their space. The space is very expensive mm. um, and it's not particularly inexpensive if you want to sell stuff there to get a booth. But the, so they're looking for large corporations that are, are interested in stepping on board. For example Intel pulled back all of their support this year because oh, Intel see. decided to concentrate on making CPUs rather than making Strange gadgets for drones. Um, <laughs> in any case, there are still or like more than two hundred mini maker fairs around the world, mm-hmm. and for a lot of folks, I got to say attending one can be a really transformative experience. Though, hey, not everyone has Adam Savage doing his sermon on Sunday in the rain That's like good a point. boss, uh, <laughs> or me realizing I was just talking to Joseph Prusa in the Prusa 3D booth about their multi-material upgrade kit because he was there. Not to mention everything from breadboarding and soldering to knitting and coffee roasting and of course fire.
1: My favorite part.
0: Oh my goodness. And most of my time was spent in the take a party booth, but I still caught a few things. First up, Small Change Arcade. I walked by this every time I walked in and out of the, the building we were in. They had several classic arcade games on display, built with the original boards or at least legit EPROMs and CRT displays. 40% so cool. of the time, 100% of the fun, SmallChangeArcade.com. Uh, I never got a chance to play one. They there look was, awesome though. There were lines on those. They were, and apparently they have a bunch of them uh, arrayed in bars. Oh, cool. In San Francisco. Yes. I met the Servo Socks folks when we were loading out. If you've ever had problems mounting a servo to make something move, this is really slick. Uh, it's recycled ACPE lumber, some laser cut mounts, uh, shape, cut, screw, drill, sand, carve, and recycle and not trash your servos. It's pretty cool. Uh, they've got an Indiegogo going now. You can find information on that at servosocks.com.
1: I know somebody who would really like one of these.
0: It's funny you mention that because word is that the Northern California Haunters Group, our haunts are too DIY for. Uh, they bought a pile of servo socks and they had a really cool DIY haunted house. I kept thinking, they were right next to us and I kept thinking of your mom the entire time. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> they had this really cool DIY haunted house. They're encouraging folks to learn how to build their own. Your mom would have blended in. She would have loved these people.
1: Why we mentioned my mom <laughs> is because she is a haunter as well. She builds her own haunted house at home. So yeah, she would love it.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, My boys love balsa gliders, which disintegrates. Fiberglider.com launched a really cool carbon fiber glider on Kickstarter, and they were selling gliders at the show. There's a really nice brass adjustable ballast that's really, really slick and a rather lovely design, so my kids are all figuring out their CG like they're in a flight test episode. That's
1: cool! Yeah,
0: they have a paper airplane launch system that's pretty cool, too. Now. Splinter Cycles had a home-built wooden bicycle frame, which was gorgeous. Uh, Wood as an engineering material is a really awesome read on their website. And it turns out what works for a road bike might not be sturdy enough for mountain biking. Um, The whole, (laughs) I guess the whole headset broke loose out of the front of the frame. So he got to figure out sort of the engineering on how to make his construction stronger. Uh, In full whimsy mode, thanks to Caleb from Make for the heads up on Tetsuji Katsuda's Music Craftel Allegro, your basic wind-powered xylophone playing paper kitty construction. I love
1: these! They are so cute!
0: And if you listen, you can hear them hitting the xylophone. It makes me so happy. Uh, Apparently there are plans for those online. I haven't found them yet, Uh, but he also has a really, really cool uh, feed on Twitter. I love Sparrow and Sundry shadow boxes, these gorgeous colors and compositions, Uh, sparrowandsundry.com. And a big shout out to our friend, Ed. Uh, It's because of him I was part of the fair this year, helping to run the take a party booth where we got folks hand on with tools, how to use them, how to get inside stuff, to see what uh, you can recycle out of them, how things work, uh, and to look for parts. Uh, I wanna thank Ed, I wanna thank everybody who stopped by our donated gear, and of course, I fix it. they were kind enough to donate a pile of tools for us, which was a total lifesaver. It was really cool to give back to an event that has meant so much to my family and I. Oh, by the way, a shout out to Urban Octopus where I bought this t-shirt. The bubble people had these incredible stars made out of tiny bubbles, foam stars. that were floating over the parking lot and landing, and I didn't think to get video of them because I figured I would find them later and I never found them, but I need to know how that works because it was so cool. <laughs> and really, really casual and mystical, but I get intense about learning how things work. Uh, Shout out to the crew from Raspberry Pi, their social crew was there, they were really nice. Uh, OKDO.com is a new single board, Internet of Things Center shop online, and the Ritual Coffee Airstream, which kept me functioning uh, with coffee, and my son spent a lot of quality time with his Marshmallow Shooter, (laughs) and over at their booth, so thanks to the Marshmallow Shooter people. Awesome. thanks to everybody that's a part of Maker Faire uh, 2019, and hopefully we'll have another one next year. We'd love your questions, your tips, and your suggestions of products and ideas to check out. Please tweet at TechThing, at Snubs, or at Patrick Norton, or just email ask at and Seriously, a huge shout-out to our patrons at Patreon.com slash TechThing. You pay the bills, you make the show possible. Our thanks to you. Join the crew that makes TechThing happen at Patreon.com slash TechThing. We'll see you there.
1: Last spring, I reviewed Anker's Zolo Liberty Plus wireless in-ear earphones. They were priced at the time around $150. Now they've actually dropped to $109 as of today, so day of recording, so they've dropped quite a bit. Now on the other end of that spectrum of price are the very inexpensive Anker Soundcore Liberty Lite earphones, and these ones cost about $60 MSRP over on Amazon, $59.99. I was specifically looking for something that was small and portable, Mm -hmm. fits in my ears better than the Pixel earbuds that came with my Google Pixel 3XL, and that I could actually carry with me whenever I'm commuting to meetings or to different studios. The Liberty Lights seem to do that trick, so I'm happy to say I think I found the ones.
0: Do you have tiny ear canals or large ear canals?
1: I have tiny ear canals, apparently. At least I feel like they're tiny. That's I don't know. Maybe it's just me.
0: (laughs) Well, if you can't find a right, but if you can't find a tip that seals, or or that you you know, because I had one, it was funny that you know the earbuds were like this big. Yeah, I couldn't actually get them to seat, and they're like, oh, we don't know. like, I don't know. I had some weird prototype earbud for you know King Kong, but but if they don't fit, you don't get bass. Yes, exactly. And I'm
1: a bass head, as we know. So, <laughs> my largest problem with the Liber- Liberty Pluses were the sizing. They just did not mm-hmm. fit my ears, they f- tend to fall out, or they tend to like make my the main part of my ear feel really sore after a while, uh, and the price as well, they were pretty pricey. So the Liberty Lite ended up saving me 100 bucks off MSRP almost, and they actually fit my ears. So these ones are smaller, and they are a little bit lighter oh, than nice. the ones I tested previously. Mm-hmm. I wore them on commutes to Oakland, which usually take about an hour from where I'm I am and on a short flight to Disneyland too and they did not make my ears feel sore or achy. Cool. Very, very happy about that. It helps that they also included a ton of ear tips so I did have to size down from the ones that they actually had mm-hmm. on the box or on the earbuds whenever you you know purchase them. So they had extra small, small medium and large ear tips. And then they also have the ear wings, which is the little extra piece that goes around there, extra small, small, medium, and large. So is you it, can find your perfect size. Does
0: an ear wing go over your ear or up in that part of the ear I don't know the name of?
1: They, they go up in that part of the ear that you don't know the name of. So when you set it inside your ear, is this right? Yeah, that's the right ear. You kind of, you twist them okay. sideways. And then that little wing tip kind of sits behind that little curvature Whirl? of your ear. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I should ask my dad for this stuff because he's a nurse. I don't know what the names of all the things are. We need the
0: nomenclature of the ear parts. Like, I know, like, for the pinnae all in total. (laughs) Battery life.
1: Ear parts. <laughs> <laughs> the Liberty Lite does not have such a long-lasting battery, but they still pack a really healthy base punch, and the charging case is very quick to charge them to 100% capacity, which is awesome. These ones are not for like long-distance flights, as they don't include noise cancellation for that flight, but they are good for workouts and for commutes. The battery will get you about 3.5 hours mm-hmm. of charge uh, before you actually stick them in your case, so they will eventually die on you. But the case itself will give you an extra 9 hours of juice right as you plug them in and then it automatically starts charging them before you need to charge the case through its micro USB port. So technically you could get around 12 hours, 12.5 hours of battery life out of these. And so far that seems to be the case. They magnetically attach to the charging case, which is great. So I don't have to worry about them flinging around in my purse or anything. And there's three LEDs on the front of the case that tell you when it's sitting at 100% charged. And you can see those drain as they charge the little earbuds. (laughs) As far as the workouts go, these are sweat resistant, so if you drop one in water it should be fine since the earphones include IPX5 protection. And as far as sound quality goes, because that's the most important part, like I mentioned, deep strong bass, which I love. especially. I am a base head. Especially <laughs> once you find that perfect fit, too, then they sound so good. Highs and mids are not as beautifully crystal clear as, say, like your one more's, which always tend to do awesome. But the for the price, I'm I'm satisfied. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, I might notice that it's not as crystal clear as I would be used to, like, say, if a person's talking right next to me, but they do a very good job for, you know, $60. They do include the graphene coated drivers and stereo. Performance, even when you make a phone call. Phone calls are very clear, and I do appreciate that they are in stereo, which is really cool. Plus, my husband could hear me very well through the built in mic, which is also on the earbuds. Nice. So lastly, connecting, it's a breeze. You will need to pair them to your phone upon unboxing via Bluetooth, and they are version 5.0 of Bluetooth, but after that they automatically turn off whenever you put them back in the case or they turn on whenever they are taken out. And they automatically connect to your phone thereafter and then they disconnect whenever you put them back in the case, which so is
0: so cool. it worked the way Bluetooth is supposed to work.
1: It Yeah, it just works, and it just works is great for these kind of products. Their range is about 30 feet. That's customary for Bluetooth. I didn't have any issues with disconnections. If I put my phone in my purse, which I usually wear on my left side or in my back pocket, which is usually on the right side. Uh, so the signal strength was very good. And uh, they do say that the right one is the one that is Bluetooth connected to your phone. Okay. The left one connects to the right one. So it's kind of daisy chained down to your phone. Uh, but I didn't have any issues with disconnections or problems like that if I moved my phone to different parts of my body. So I'm definitely happy that I purchased these. They have helped me tune out a ton of the world whenever I'm on my local transit, and sometimes you really need that when you're on local (laughs) transit, and they are comfortable to boot, which I did not think that I was going to find for a very good price. Uh, So I think that it helps that these are slightly smaller than the Liberty Pluses that I checked out previously. I think they're definitely a great contender in the sub-100 price bracket for truly wireless earbuds. I know one more just introduced mm-hmm. some truly wireless ones, at least I saw something about that on the internet Supposedly
0: this week. they're either released or on sale or about to ship. We'll yeah. find out more about those when we can.
1: So I'm excited to hear about those too, but if you have any questions on these...
0: I bet you can go to snubs on the Twitters or...
1: <laughs> or you can comment below because we do read all of those comments.
0: Please do. So, I was searching for something else and Mm -hmm. stumbled across something that really blew me away this morning. A ransomware attack demanding $70,000 has pretty much shut down Baltimore City government. Oh no! All I could think was, why? (laughs) Why? So, and I, I should point out, it actually shut the day down like two weeks ago.
1: Two weeks ago?
0: Yeah, so Jeez. to put Ars Technica manual workarounds are being put in place to handle some services now, but the city's water billing and other payment systems remain offline, oh, no. as well as most of the city's email and much of the government's phone systems. Oh, no. So, let's think about that. It could be... Fire department, the yeah. police, the you know every single office, Pre- in, pretty
1: much all your infrastructure.
0: Oh my goodness! So the Ars Technica article points out that Baltimore has no insurance to <gasps> cover the cost of rebuilding this nightmare. Uh, unlike say Atlanta uh, had, but a few years ago when it was hit, and the city's infosec manager also, when he was you know asking for for things in the budget this year, his wish list didn't get the security training uh, that they were looking for for their employees. Ugh. So. If you're fighting for better security in your company or your government office that you work at, you might want to forward Ars Technica's Baltimore Ransomware Nightmare could last weeks more with big consequences. So, you know, you can get an idea of just how bad, we've seen hospitals shut down. Yeah, we have. Atlanta, now Baltimore, (laughs) um, companies, you know, and also 321, yeah, I mean, if they, they do something that like wipes out your entire network, right, you're not gonna bring your phones up, but remember, have your data backed up three copies two offsite mm-hmm. well, well three copies one offsite two different media right uh, at least. <laughs> i think after As we
1: always preach 1000 <laughs>
0: times of saying that A lot of folks have been asking about our new location. We are still tight with Hack 5. This is my house. Uh, We're
1: in a house. We're in a house. It's not a studio. (laughs) We'll eventually
0: be in a garage, but that requires wiring, and it's a long story, and it'll put you to sleep. Um, We're still tight with Hack 5, and we are incredibly grateful for the years they shared their studio with us.
1: I still record ThreatWire there, so just FYI. Mm -hmm. That said, Hack 5 has relocated. Um, We're going like fully remote and no longer have that dedicated studio. So we are evolving. And you can still head over to HAK5.org. I'm still yeah. doing Threatwire, which is great. It's mm-hmm. So exciting.
0: Mubix has the Metasploit minute. Darren's doing his thing, and rumor has it there may be more exciting projects to come.
1: There are some very yeah. exciting projects happening with Hack Five.
0: But the office with the studio ain't no more and we can't record someplace that doesn't exist. At least not without the help of like Captain Marvel. Send us your pictures of your battle stations. Mark sent us one of his. He writes, hi Shannon and Patrick. I thought you might like to see my favorite part of the house. This is my ham radio, software defined radio, internet battle station, monitoring all the things Keep up the good work. Love the show. Mark in the Isle of Man. P.S. Tell Darren he needs to come and watch the TT races sometimes.
1: <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. I want to go
0: see those. Did you see the, the radio in the corner? I did,
1: yeah. So cool. I, I was kind of geeking out about that, too, because I am also a ham radio licensed operator. Yay. Ham cool. 6 FTP. What?
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep listening for on the, not on the, internet, on no, the, the, the
1: internet. On the internet.
0: The airwaves.
1: <laughs> the digital airwaves. I think it's complicated.
0: So many communications technologies. I'm Patrick Dorton. I'm Shannon Morse. We'll see you next week on Tech Thing. Do you have an external antenna on your house for your name radio?
1: I don't. Not right now. Um, That requires a lot of work and setup. But I do have a Yesu, I think is how you say it. Um, Really nice desktop radio that was handed down to me from my Elmer and uh, I also have a couple of the little portable ham radios that you can take to conventions and stuff, and I do take those with me to death The Baofengs? Baofengs, yep. Yeah. Those things are amazing. Baofengs are great. I mean, they're super cheap. They're, the programming them is really annoying and hard, but once you get it set up, like, you don't have to worry about it. So and they're charged a long time. If
0: you bought a Baofeng off Amazon and don't have a license, you're illegal.
1: Nah, whatever. <laughs> People buy things all the time. I do. <laughs> Practically I think you're supposed to be licensed. If you want to transmit, yeah. you have to be licensed, yeah.
0: So if you just want to lurk.
1: Yeah, if you want to lurk, if you just want to like listen to truckers, that's fine. You can do that. What a lovely copy. Let's go.